Welcome to the latest PinkCast in the Pink Elephant podcast series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Hi, my name is Rich Petty, and I'm executive consultant with Pink Elephant, and today's podcast is about security management. We often talk about security management and its relation to at least one other major process, availability management, Uh, though we understand that security management is both a process and a book unto itself in the idle set of books in the framework. But we'll focus on that connection to availability and talk about security standalone as a standalone topic in our presentation today. As you may know from uh, your notes, either you've been to training or if this is your initial introduction to security, that there are two primary goals for security. The first is to meet the security requirements of SLAs and other external requirements further to contracts, legislation, and externally imposed policies. The second goal referred to here for our podcast is to provide a basic level of security independent of external requirements. Now, there's really three forces represented in these two goals that are driving our security requirements. The first, as it says, security requirements of SLAs has to do with internal forces, if you will, those coming from our customers. As we know, that IDLE is trying to focus on the quality and cost and effectiveness of IT services services in support of the business services. The second, it says, in the first goal is that there are external requirements. So those are external forces, such as any related to audits or any requirements related to any governance in the form of contracts and legislation, or perhaps industry-imposed policies that uh, the industry has uh, bought in for standardization, for example. So we have internal from the customer. Customer, as we know in idle, defined as the persons who define and pay for services through service level of management, and they get represented as a section, the security section of a service level agreement. The second major bullet has to do with basic IT practices or operational practices, a basic level of security independent of external requirements. Remember one day I had uh, Scott come into my office and he said, Rich, what happened with the security password login that we used to have? And I said, well, I don't know. I'll check. And uh, I talked to Bill. Bill was telling me he was my IT director, said uh, he just came back from a security conference. And he said, well, we have to watch out for those hackers and others. They're just getting more and more sophisticated. And I said, sure, we'll talk about that. And later that day, the CEO of the company called me and said, Rich, what happened with the passwords? And saying, I don't understand what you're talking about. He says, you have to populate your username and also use a complex password. So I went back to Bill and said, Bill, what happened? And uh, he said, hey, you know, because of that conference I learned there, I had Mike, who was in charge of our exchange server, turn on the complex password capability there. Of course, we know in idle perspective that was an unapproved change. (laughs) That was one issue certainly for that. But I shared with Bill that, hey, you know, our customer does not require it, that level of security. We were uh, basic manufacturing uh, nutritional supplements, and we really didn't need that level of security internally. And uh, my agreement with Bill was that we would have uh, less complex passwords for the customers, uh, use everyday users of the of the services, 
and that our IT department would move to more complex password arrangement. So that allowed us to deal with, again, the internal requirement. And then the external requirement, in this case, instead of governance, had to do with a threat, an external threat that uh, we could be attacked from the outside. And, and sure enough, Bill's concern was legitimate because just months ago, we had one of our servers hijacked as a post office on the weekend. So security, the external requirements are not only just legislation and other industry policies, et cetera, or contractual obligations, but can be uh, threats that could, where we could have security breaches. And then, of course, the basic level of security there is making sure we have in place uh, rights and privileges and passwords for different types of data. And that leads to what is security really about security we look at some of the key definitions about security, has to do, in its connection to availability, with an acronym called CIA. C for confidentiality, I for integrity, and A for availability. And basically, that acronym is talking about the security of data. So the security of data has a direct relationship with the availability of a service from a customer's mind. And that's why under the ITSM or IT service management philosophy, uh, we're very concerned about the availability of services and making sure that that availability meets our service level agreements. And so what it says is we could have the right service and that system could be up, if you will. We talk about a system being up or available, and it might be performing at the right speed, but if the data is polluted or the, or people are getting the wrong data or perhaps data is missing because it's not capturing the right data, then from a customer's perspective, there is a issue with that service. There's a quality issue for sure availability issue of the data is as important as the system being online. So security is definitely connected. Confidentiality, therefore, focuses on the access of data. Who has access? Who has those rights and privileges? Integrity focuses on the accuracy or completeness of data, making sure we capture data as it was entered. Of course, there could be data entry problems, but we assume that as long as the data was entered correctly, then it will remain intact. Uh, in the system where it resides. And then, of course, the availability has to do with just that, the availability of the data to activate a service, if you will, to make that service effective and available to customers. And that's why that acronym is often used in security and connected to availability. So we want to make sure we have uh, a security a program meeting those goals we mentioned with the internal forces. There are really two internal forces then, one coming from the customer, the other from IT operations. Then we have the two external forces, those that have to do with governance and those have to do with threats to access to that data. And in doing so, we want to make sure there's a security awareness program in our company to make sure that uh, security, even the best controls around security, can be broken uh, simply by even a desktop policy. People, uh, employees may fail to lock 
down their desk when they go to lunch, and that allows someone else to have access. Or they call up a friend of theirs and ask the, their associate to please log in for me. Here's my password. And so the best protection in the area of security besides policy and besides procedures, is that we have a security awareness and that our employees are following those procedures and are aware of how to maintain security. If we do have a breach, if you will, then we have what we call security incidents, and uh, we would handle them in the idle framework, just like we would any other incident. They might go to the single point of contact into the service desk. They could be automated or monitored or actioned incidents as described in idle framework, but or they could be reported in person. Either way, they would then enter the incident management life cycle and then be handled appropriately, uh, perhaps very similar to a service request would be handled because security incidents could be of two forms. One is someone has broken the policy or broke into through the security protection that we have. That would be considered a breach. The other side is that the technology just failed. So uh, security incidents can come from two major sources, failure of the technology to offer the protection, offer that security, or failure on the part of people or from an ex- internally or actually a third source, an external threat that did break through and get through. And that's why we have to have in our policy defined security levels. For, and it might be, of course, as we know internally, user types. We know uh, we need different types of levels of security for different types of technology. We might have one level security for hardwired connections in the workplace versus wireless, as an example. Policies regarding uh, password rotations and complexity, as I used in my example, talking about Scott and Bill and my boss, Robert, uh, all concerned about do we have the right level of security around just the passwords. And I've already mentioned that we would have a security section in our service level agreements. So to sum up for this podcast, we want to make sure that we meet both goals in the security management as a process. It's a process and a book unto itself in idle. And that we understand that security has the element called CIA, confidentiality, integrity, and availability for the access, accuracy, and availability of data and how that translates to meeting availability requirements that translate to meeting SLA requirements. Of course, to close, we know that security, other security considerations is uh, physical access to our computer network. So we have the logical access issues, and then that I just described primarily, the point of this presentation was talk, talking to logical access. And of course, then we have to be concerned about all the physical access, which leads to the final point here, is that OLAs and UCs, as well as SLAs, must reflect adherence to security controls. Uh, there was a court case uh, where a call center went to court to say that it wasn't their fault that a customer or consumer, if you will's uh, private data was breached, and they said it was the vendor's fault, and the court came back and ruled that no company was at fault. They should have passed along their security requirements and the protection of their external customers or clients, if you will, or consumers, by having that security requirement passed on in the OLAs and UCs. I'd like to thank you very much for allowing me to present this podcast view 
of security in the idle framework if you like additional information there's information on our website regarding all of the idle processes at www.pinkelephant.com this is rich and thanks again